magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Hey guys, what is up and welcome to the Touch Arcade Show episode number 539. 39er. Uh, so we were just talking about um, the way we record on Zoom now. The Zoom and its many feature-rich components. Um, seems like audio slinky, quality is better. I think but... audio quality is better. I think the video seems to hang in there a little better than it ever did with Skype. And um, yeah, it's... Uh, but we... the The... We don't really need the slink in anymore. We don't really need the slinky sound to trigger a recording happening or anything like that. But I don't think we could part with the slinky. No, I feel like people listening wait for the slinky. It's like the the intro I, uh, song to Slinky to me saying hi. I can't live without the slinky. It's my favorite it would, yeah. desk desk toy. Yeah, I'll be on I, uh, I'll be on work <clears throat> calls and people will be like, "Is someone playing with a slinky?" I'll be like, "Oh, sure, I'm not I'm muted." <laughs> oh, oh, it's like PTSD. Oh, not me, not me. Trigger. Speaking of PTSD trigger, um, after months of quiet, I finally had another weirdo break into my property. Oh, cool. Yeah, I know. Awesome. Broke that streak of not having to worry about something like that. <clears throat> um, yeah, even with the temporary fence around my house and stuff like that um some super creepy dude hopped the fence got in my backyard um set off my ring camera so it woke me up at about 2 30 in the morning but the the ring chime sound is my ptsd trigger oh. like i hear that and my friend had never silences his phone and he has all of his ring stuff turned on so every time anything happens in front of his house it's just constantly going off and i'm just like dude can you, can you silence that when we're hanging out but um so I get woke up at 2.30 in the morning to this guy slinking through my backyard. And so I um, trigger the alarm on the camera. Every camera has its own individual siren. And I trigger the like home alarm, which is a lot louder and menacing, I guess. But anyway, scares the dude off. So he comes back the way he, he came through the side yard. And on his way out, just punches my ring camera out. And so... Um, so then that made me nervous because that was the one that was focused on my back door of my house. Hmm. Um, so that's like one of the, there's all, that's, there's that and there's the front entrance and that's it. Otherwise you're breaking a window to get in. And so, um, and it made me nervous because people had been there before and broken a front window that was very expensive to fix. So um, the back door to my house, which is actually on the side of the house, the door to the backyard is one of those full light windows. So it's hmm. basically just a window with, or it's a door with that's like 99% window in the middle. And so I was like, this guy that just punched out my camera, if he busts through that glass, I'm going to be really pissed off because I'm going to have to get a new door. That's It's a brand new door already. So yeah, I was just like, it makes me nervous not having eyes on that part of my house. And then plus if he just got in or whatever. So, um, but anyway, we called 911 and I went out, drove out there, met the cops out there. He wasn't there. I uh, had to do a little dance with the other ring cameras that I have to replace. So I still have one looking down on that back door. You know, they've got and, a, uh, I, and I know this is like the least of your concerns, but I, I know that ring has a warranty for like yes. theft, but I don't know about <clears throat> vandalism. No. Well, so that's the thing is he punched it out, but he took it with him because oh. I was like, um, you know, those things are pretty durable like if it fell from the roof line or whatever it, would, it might survive it might not but at the very least you know um i was gonna check it out to see if it was still working but he took it with him or something i think he like thought like oh my face is recorded on this camera i'll take it with me and they'll never have the evidence oh, yeah. but like so um the camera was gone we looked everywhere for it but yeah ring does have a replacement if your thing is stolen you just have to have a police report and so i filed one anyway and um attached to the police report and then actually like the very next day got an email from ring that they're like preparing a shipment so i think they're That's gonna cool. send me a new one so yeah. Neat. yeah those ring cameras are like 200 bucks so it's like it's not nothing but it's like 
I'd rather yeah. not go. I, I probably wouldn't have replaced it once we moved back in. I really have as many cameras as I do strictly for the house being vacant right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Because if I was living there, I don't think I would need like an eye on every face of the house. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I probably wouldn't have, replace it. But we have the cameras we do because like there's a lot of areas of like just the way that the topography is around our house. Like if you snuck mm -hmm. down. Like yeah. there's, you know, there are many places where like even our neighbors wouldn't really be able to see you like yeah. fiddling around with our stuff, which, yeah. But the problem is like, we get so many ring alerts from just like, you know, like cat and mm. like all this other crap. And like, I've, I know they have like the mode where you can turn it on. So it like only sends you alert for people, but I found that to not work very well. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't alert, it doesn't record, you know? So I was like, well, yeah. I'd rather just record like everything yeah. instead I, um, of like missing something. Yeah. So my problem is like, I've just turned off all the alerts on my phone, you know? So like, mm -hmm. it would be hard for me to do anything proactively because like, it would just be tiring yeah. because like, particularly at night, like the cat just like does laps around the house. So it'd be like yeah. the front door alert, the corner alert, the other mm -hmm. corner alert, the deck alert. Mm -hmm. It's just like, right. and then you look it up and it's like, oh, the cat's just, doing his rounds <laughs> yeah yeah i um i recently had to turn off those are called smart alerts which is supposed yeah. to recognize people as opposed to just motion and um they're fine but they delay you getting the alert by like several seconds and sometimes it's significant and sometimes i feel like it doesn't pick up a person yeah it just doesn't work as great as i want it to so i actually turned them off but um because I'd rather get the alert like right away if somebody's there, you know what I mean? Because even like five seconds can be the difference between somebody having time to smash a window. Oh, yeah, no, time no to doubt. Hit a siren or something. No doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Well, but, speaking, um, speaking of fighting crime, you know, I've mm -hmm. been playing a lot this week is uh, Spider Man. The, on the yeah, how is that? We talked really, about it last week. And, really, uh, really, really, really good. I don't remember what I said last mm -hmm. week, but I um, am really enjoying it because. Um, I would say that I suffer from open world game fatigue. And I know that I probably yes. mentioned this before, but it's like, um, I, this is like why I could never get any of the Far Cry games and why I don't really like the modern Assassin's Creed games too much and everything else. It's just mm -hmm. like, you just do the same stuff in these games. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, mm -hmm. okay, go to the area of the, that you don't have the map for yet and climb up on the really tall thing. Okay, cool. You just unlock that part of the map. Now that you unlock that part of the map, here's like the six little mini objectives you could do uh, yeah. if you so choose to unlock something minor. Uh, but mm -hmm. in the meantime, here's like the new objective in this new area that you just unlocked. And, you know, I don't know. It's just like so... So, like a lot of a lot of games that do this stuff are just like so by the numbers it's like oh okay cool i'm i'm playing the assassin's creed game but now it's you know uh set on an island or you know uh, yeah, with, right. you know something like that right yeah. <laughs> so but but what's what's cool about the spider-man game is like it's that but just being spider-man is so much fun that like you don't really mind I the monotonous weird yeah i don't chores. really care that you're like going through the whole yeah. thing because it's like yeah genuinely fun just like zipping around the city and like mm -hmm. yeah. um it seems like i'm always like coming up with like new tricks that i'm discovering of like different like ways to like move faster or kind of like mm -hmm. change direction midair and then like catapult off something it's just i don't know it's yeah movement in the game is so fun that yeah. i've been you know just just doing a lot of it so yeah. uh oh look who we have we're gonna get a drop-in guest a surprise guest um so yeah, I don't know. I, I can't say enough good things about this stupid Spider-Man game. Although I guess what the, up, hey, buddy. Hey. I guess the problem is, I guess Miles Morales is supposed to be like 20 times better than this Spider-Man game. So like uh -huh. my friends are like, oh dude, if you like this game, you need to get a PS5 now because like or whatever the Miles Morales game is on because it's just so much better. Well, they're gonna no, release that for PC, PC too. Yeah. What, yeah. When is it coming to PC though? They said fall 2022. Oh, yeah. okay. I'll just buy it. Yeah, I bet it'll be it'll run similar as the first one on the deck too. Yeah, it runs runs really well. So, I'm, I'm, yeah. Again, you know, it, it just like I continue to be surprised by this thing because, like, you know, like we mentioned before, like if all the Steam Deck ever did was play old shit, you know, like Dishonored and like Bioshock and games of that era, I would have been totally happy with it. Be the fact that yeah. <laughs> like you know these new hyped up games can come out and I can just buy it and play it without any screwing around is is really yeah. really cool. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm um I'm actually I'm on the cusp of dicking around with um the plugin thing for Steam Deck. Have you seen anything about that yet? The plugin um, thing. No, what is that? Plugin loader is what it's called. Um and it basically <clears throat> it's kind of like a th- it's it's like a jailbreak sort of thing like it offers a lot of those types of settings that you'd get if you like jailbroke a phone or something like that um just ways to like fully customize and tweak all the all the elements of the deck <clears throat> but one of the main reasons i got turned on to it is because um there's actually a um one of the plugins that you can put on there is like a, a screen optimizer type thing or whatever that i guess makes the screen uh adjust the saturation and blah 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 i don't know just makes it look way way better and people are like i can't believe that this is seems like a lot of fucking around it is you have to enable developer mode on your deck and um install (laughs) some stuff from (laughs) command line and yeah it's definitely uh it's probably like you know media medium level tinkering but um i'm looking into it i don't know It, it seems like there's actually a lot of um cool plugins you could do if you wanted to so hmm. something i'm gonna dick around with plugin as opposed to playing games steam os plugin oh. manager huh plugin manager yeah oh okay well did you so... update your steam deck this week I what's that yeah okay so they they pushed out some more updates i think two updates yeah. this week which was pretty surprising but uh one of them so i've been playing this game which is coming out soon called soul hackers 2 it's coming out next week on everything except Switch for some reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, that game has had a lot of issues on Steam Deck and it actually got worse with the new update. But the update fixed a few other games which I had problems with. Like Monster Hunter Rise, I had yeah. some problems with those got fixed. So uh, they pushed out some, at least one of the updates is supposed to make offline mode a lot better. And uh, Oh, I saw that. I've yeah. had a lot of problems with that because... Sometimes mm-hmm. when I just try and go into offline mode, the deck just reboots on its mm-hmm. own. Like it, it yeah, cannot deal that. with it properly. So that <clears> that <throat> got fixed. So that was nice. And uh, uh, have you all heard of this game called Roller Drome? It just came yeah, out on I uh, saw a lot of people PS5, PS. Yeah. So I thought it was a multiplayer. Like I thought it was a multiplayer shooter, but it's actually a complete single player thing from the Oli Oli developers. Oh, it's on speaking my language. PS5 and yeah, it's on Steam, PS5, and PS4 only right now. And that's another new game which was kind of hyped in the indie circle, and it runs perfectly on Steam Deck. So I've been playing that over the last week as well. But I've just been surprised, like how Eli said that a lot of these bigger games are now they're just coming out and working fine. You don't have to wait for people to fix your stuff anymore. So that's really yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Roller Dome looks cool. I or Roller Drome, I guess it is. Yeah, I thought it was Roller Dome. Okay, well, cool. Yeah, uh, on sale, twenty bucks on Steam right now. I might buy that. Because didn't the Ali Ali people were they the people that made the Cult of the Lamb? No, oh, I don't different. think so. Okay. They they made Ali Ali World this year as well, which was a little surprising because they, they took quite a while to go from Ali Ali one to two, and then suddenly you have two really good games in the same year from them. Damn, this looks rad, Roller Drone. It's from the the publisher of Outer the Outer Worlds. Oh, okay. So that seems neat. So wait, yeah. Um, another thing that's on sale this uh, week on Steam is all the uh, there's a QuakeCon sale, so you can buy pretty yeah. much like every Bethesda game for like eight dollars. Yeah, know. yeah. Um, um, I don't know if it's still going on, but I just I gave into two humble bundles the resident evil one and the walking dead one um man the walking dead one's pretty crazy it's just every telltale walking dead game yeah. possible for 12 bucks or something like that but don't you already um, own that those uh the walking oh, dead things totally. on like three other platforms like what's the point absolutely of <laughs> yeah but now i can play them on steam deck and um i get I, actually i think a bunch of them have graphical problems on steam deck but anyway it's <laughs> besides the point i'll have them forever um, also, but the, the Resident Evil. I, I don't uh, know. Everyone's losing their mind about the Resident Evil one, but like, really, there's only like two to three ish good games in this, and then you get a coupon what? for the new one. Two to three ish good games. Yeah, I think there's only one bad one out of that whole bunch. I think Eli is speaking my language now because I, I am not a fan of the older games. I just like the new remakes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, so, so the old, the original Resident Evil, that's real hard to play these days. It has not aged well. 
I would say Resident it's Evil. It's the remake. <laughs> they have no, no, no. Like the original that. one. The original one is still the tank controls and everything. On PlayStation, I'm like 95. This is the sure. remake from GameCube. And yeah, then this is the HD version of that. The HD version of the GameCube remake that came out in 20. But it's still it's still oh, tank controls, like right? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure you could make it tank controlled if you want, but uh. Um, and then it's Resident Evil 2 remake that just came out like two years ago, and then Resident Evil that's 3 the remake, which came out. Yeah, that's what everyone says. And then Resident Evil Zero remake, which is also from the GameCube remake. Um, yeah, but then you get series. into like five <clears throat> is not good, six isn't much better. And six, six and doesn't seven have the DLC. Eight. Oh, six doesn't come with the DLC out yeah. of that pack. I didn't well, anyway, DLC. yeah, I think you're just being a hater as always, but I think it. <laughs> 30 bucks for all those games. Seven, is seven is very good, but Village is the best one and it's not it's not in the bundle. You get it half off. You can probably get it half Village off. Village has DLC coming out soon, so it's Christmas, probably yeah. going to be cheaper to just wait for that to get discounted. Mm-hmm. Some game of the year. Or speaking or of QuakeCon, I, I I made the dumbest QuakeCon purchase ever. Let me just show this over here. Can you see this? I, I brought the, 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 yeah, I, I, the worst version of Wolfenstein 2 because it was the only <laughs> Bethesda game I didn't own on Switch digitally, so I think it was like it's six com- bucks, so I just bought. It's completing it. your collection. Yeah, it, it literally looks worse than like Xenoblade Two doesn't handle more. I think it's like two hundred p or something. Wow, two hundred p. I wanted to. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I remember that port. It was like yeah, notoriously awful. Okay, yeah, I was gonna buy like the Arcane Studios bundle. I think for like twenty bucks, you get all the Dishonored games. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the other? I don't remember what else. Prey. Prey. Yeah, Prey is supposed to be really good um the dlc for prey is supposed to be awesome i've never never played either so yeah um but i I got most of those already separately through like summer sales previously and stuff so yeah yeah um i don't know it's it's neat i i I kind of have been weirdly enjoying playing these games that are like extremely complete now and have a ton of dlc and it's like Mm -hmm. all this other stuff you know so i don't know Oh wow! So the buy them for like six bucks, dude. The arcane bundles seventeen dollars. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Well, Dishonor Definitive, Prey, Dishonor Two, Dishonor Three. I think if you own none of the games, it's like closer to thirty. It's probably discounting it because you have a couple of them. Um. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's discounting it by like ten bucks or something. Yeah. So I think you're right. Um, still pretty gnarly, good deal. Maybe I should complete my bundle for seventeen dollars. Yeah, you can. I so, mean, I like collecting games that I'll never get around to playing. It's my thing. It's my favorite hobby. Um, have you guys? I didn't see in your list of stories, but has anyone uh, um fucked with the Legends of Eidolon this week? Oh no, I have that downloaded, but uh, everyone's no apparently going crazy for it yeah so there's this uh what is the subreddit it's like r slash incremental gaming or something like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, incremental games incremental gaming i don't i don't remember one of those um, things yeah. but uh apparently this eidolon game was like the um like the gold standard that everyone was like oh if you want to if you want to play one of these best ones eidolon but if you you know if you want to play on your phone or whatever here's these other other good mm-hmm. games that are similar but not the same and i think eidolon was on android wasn't it or something it, like i have that? no idea it might um, have been but uh it's it's really it's uh, it's like a little too in depth for me right now for an idol game like oh really <laughs> i'm i'm used to and you know maybe this is just because i'm an idiot that plays mobile games oh. for babies but um yeah i uh I am used to, you know, games like Bitcoin Billionaire or like, you know, Trailer Park Boys or whatever, where it's like, okay, tap these five things every 10 seconds or whatever. And this is like full tech tree, like crafting system, all this other crap. And what's, mm-hmm. what's, what's really neat about it. And I think like, cause, cause originally I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool, but I don't know. It seems like a lot. I'm, I, I don't know if I want to get into this, but then um, what really sucked me into it is that you can have. So the game encourages you to have multiple characters and they Mm -hmm. can be playing at the same time. Mm -hmm. So like you can, um, so like the strategy of the game seems to be like, okay, so you make like your adventurer guy that like goes out and fight stuff. Meanwhile, you have another character and like all they're doing is mining and collecting Mm -hmm. resources. Mm -hmm. And then 
when you come back to town to craft all this stuff, you switch over mm-hmm. to the other character and like dump those items into like your shared inventory and then switch mm-hmm. back to the other character and you can pull those out to do all your crafting and stuff. So it's like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm kind A of weirdly, loop. yeah, I'm weirdly enjoying like the parallel, the parallel task management of this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's an online thing. So you see like other players kind of like mm-hmm. running, running by you and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is like, providing like a neat little carrot on a stick for me of like oh wow okay where did this guy get that like cool looking hat from like I, yeah. you know kind of thing so interesting I'm, but, I'm, um, yeah i want to fire it up i've yet to kind of like good. figure out um like so there's a bunch of junk that you can buy in the game mm-hmm. but i've yet to really figure out like how much of this is in any means like any and any way like required. necessary stuff yeah um, cause it seems like a lot of like cosmetics and stuff and they, mm-hmm. um, it seems like a lot of, a lot of things in the game is like gated by like how many times a day that you can do it because like mm-hmm. one of the gem shop things like mentions being able to like go into dungeons more times, mm. um, on that particular day and stuff. And I don't know, it's, I I've yet to figure out like if it's worth, uh, you know, buying the, the starter pack or, yeah whatever else but so far it seems really cool hmm. that is cool i uh that's one i was looking forward to just because i didn't think much of it until all these people came out of the woodwork and i was like i'm so happy this is on iphone now uh, and i was like really yeah i mean that was that was the same way i was i was like, like oh. i would just pass by that game if i just saw the name of it yeah, it's like like, whatever never yeah never heard of this um yeah. Yeah, so they're doing some um, kind of like iOS launch uh, event right now where mm-hmm. every day monsters, any monster you fight will drop phone cases and then you can open up the cases to get like materials or whatever the hell you get in this game. That So hmm. it's worth playing during the launch event, I guess, to get kind of like a head start maybe. I don't, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it just it seems pretty zany so far, which I can appreciate. Um, and there's definitely like a lot going on, um, in the game that I've yet to even begin to figure out how it works yet. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Nice. I will check that out. Uh, what is it? Law? Uh, The Legend of Eidolon. Eidolon. That's what it was. Um, cool. Well, I guess we could... This leads into our story section because I was going to talk about uh, Pocket Halfpipe a little bit because that's a game that I played. Um, or, well, Pocket Halfpipe was the original game. Do you remember this game? It's from 2011. Uh, maybe. Okay, so the subreddit I was thinking of is r slash incremental underscore games. Incremental underscore games. Okay. Yeah. I see people link that in the iOS gaming subreddit sometimes. So, hey, I didn't ask for you, Siri. Go away. How did I trigger that? But this is this is supposed <laughs> to be the good one. Theory. Theory's so crazy. Um, anywho, yeah, this game Pocket Half Bite came out in 2011, and uh, I reviewed it back then. It's always weird to talk about a game that came out over 10 years ago. But um, yeah, it was really cool. It's just like this solo developer guy. He made this like really fun. It's just like a vert skating game. So there's no, you're just skating a half pipe the entire time, but came up with like a really clever touch control scheme for it. And um, it was kind of missing some, the full repertoire of tricks, you could say, but um, it had what it had. It had a lot of good stuff to do, good variety, I guess, but it was just really fun to play. It was just like a solid foundation of like a good touchscreen skating game. And um, I always thought like, yeah, this is really cool. Like if they expanded it to be more than just skating a half pipe, like a street skating game, but like with all these touch controls or whatever. So what, what well, is the I, input I, method of this game? Because it looks like you're doing some pretty like technical skating. It's pretty much just like button taps and then like swipes of a right stick or or the left stick. So it's um it's really intuitive. It's not too far off from like the old stick skater games, stick man skater games. Mm. Um it's kind of what you would expect uh like skate to be how it has like analog stick controls or whatever it's kind of like that but just more simplified i guess and um but anyway i don't know if it took all 
11 years of making this the whole time or not but here we are 11 years later and um the guy has released a follow-up called pocket skate which is exactly what i always thought they could make is like a full skate around street skating game and um it's actually really cool it's similar sort of control scheme as the half pipe version but um you have your own little levels to cruise around in with tons of different objects including like actual full half pipes and stuff and then bowls and ledges and rails and all that good stuff and i think oh, there's I three this pocket half pipe now that i'm looking at mm-hmm. it. Yeah, totally totally yeah it was really good it was like surprisingly polished for how for like one guy releasing a game in 2011 you know what i mean yeah. whereas i feel like back then it was like oh it was this really fun game with like terrible programmer art or you know whatever mm-hmm. like a well, lot I of think clever ideas. i mean i think that was like the reason why the stickman stuff took yeah. off so much because it was like oh i know how to make a game yeah. i don't know how to do art stick man's... but here's a stick guy yeah, yeah here's a stick um guy. but anyway yeah so the pocket skate is like the full version of of kind of like his vision of a skating game for touchscreen um and yeah it's really cool it, three environments right now but he's already got a bunch of stuff planned for updates um controls pretty well it's it's fun to play it takes a little getting used to to kind of get your head around how all the movement works and stuff. But uh, once you do, it's pretty fun. So if you're looking for something that was kind of like a Tony Hawkish game, um, that this is that, because you can do a lot of tricks and you can link them together in combos in really cool ways. So hmm. uh, Pocket Skate, it's premium game. I think it's it's either four bucks now or it was four bucks on pre-order, but um, it's either four or five bucks, I think. So four dollars. Oh my gosh. I know. If you can spare four or five dollars in like skateboarding, premium, there you go. Premium game. Um, and then uh we got um a little tidbit nugget of information about the Grand Theft Auto trilogy definitive edition release for mobile. Mikhail, you actually noticed this yeah. this week. Um so um at when they released it last year on like PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. It was a complete mess. I think everyone knows that by now. Still is, though, slow- right? So they've slowly been fixing it a ton. Like, I think if, uh, you know, people bought the physical disc or the cartridge or whatever, mm-hmm. that version's not playable anymore because they've changed wow. so much. So so what what's happened now is they've fixed, you know, you must have seen all those GIFs and videos of those, like, you know, the signs being completely gibberish or whatever. Yeah. So they yeah. fixed all of that, at least mm. from what I could tell on the... I, I have it on Xbox Series X and Switch. I haven't bought mm-hmm. the PlayStation version. So uh, they fixed most of the issues, those kinds of issues, but the Switch version is not great. Like, it mm. still runs and looks pretty bad. Like, it's really low resolution. And mm. uh, the frame rate is not great. They, I think they gave up on fixing more because it hasn't been updated in a really long time. But yeah. I would say if you really like these three games, the at least on Xbox Series X, it's 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 good. It's not amazing, but it's good. Uh, I don't even really the music like stuff. The music stuff, uh, I kind of expected a lot of that to get cut. I was just hoping yeah. a few Vice City songs wouldn't get cut because that's my favorite GTA game. But uh, mm-hmm. so basically, anyway, so they fixed whatever they could, and because they didn't mention, so they aren't available on Steam either. It's only on the Rockstar like their own store. On That's PC. so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured that when they do it on mobile, they'll also bring it to Steam, but nothing happened for months since it's released. And in their financial, they actually mentioned the mobile version again. So yeah, that's where, that's yeah. where I saw it. And I said, okay, so it's still a thing because if you remember, they said they were going to delist the current mobile versions, mm-hmm. but those are still available. So I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they'll delist them when the new ones come out. But uh, well, they, they also um, they in their big apology for releasing such a broken thing. They were like, we're going to bring back the OG releases on PC and stuff, too, because yeah. they had pulled those. Um, yeah. But they were like, you know, if so, if, if somebody didn't have San Andreas, for example, and really wanted to play it, you were stuck with like the remastered version that was like broken. Yeah. And, so um they said they were going to bring back those original versions and the remastered versions and you could buy them, you know, side by side. So I'm hoping they're going to do the same thing with mobile because the mobile versions are perfectly fine right now. Yeah. And they're yeah. all like up and stuff like that. So they're not like, I'm, I'm not even really a big fan of the re- the look of the remasters. Like, I don't think it adds anything good. I think the games looked fine as they were. And even just with like up the models and stuff, 
um makes that looks a, to me like like when you use one of those like playstation or ps2 emulators and like click like every smoothing filter yeah you know it just looks gross so i'm not a big I, I i'm not like wanting to get the remasters in any way anyway um but i i want to make sure i download all the the ios versions if they're going to go away someday so i could keep them but it just sucks because that's like 10 gigs of space or something on your phone yeah so. and and the the like if you want to play the best versions of those gta games now i would still play them like if you want i would still use a controller and play them on ipad but mm-hmm. the ipad version has a few bugs which haven't been fixed from a long time ago and the music oh, is really? not all there yeah so yeah. it's it's not perfect but it's what i would use uh, i believe uh, i don't know if you all remember but a really long time ago rockstar used to actually sell gta 1 and 2 on steam before they pulled mm-hmm. them this was like a really long time ago mm-hmm. and i i never got those and i i enjoyed playing them on playstation 1 so i found some yeah. random site selling mm-hmm. the old delisted trilogy so i bought that and the vice city key which was included in that actually has the michael jackson music intact because nice. oh, the steam cool. version has like three different they're like three different gta vice city versions it's a yeah. complete mess over there yeah. so i was trying those out and i actually b- downloaded it to steam deck to actually see if it works so i'll try mm. it soon but uh, i think even if these new ones come to ios and android soon it's still not going to be the best way to play it because they yeah. have their own issues and you know they should have you know you know uh, the wonder boy dragon strap remake where dot mm-hmm. emu let you use that slider to just switch between the new look and the old look i don't mm-hmm. know if that would even be feasible for something like this but uh, That'd be cool, this though. is the kind of yeah. game yeah this is what this is what, what they should have done let people I geek out on like uh, yeah there's like that r type not what r type whatever that allows you to do that like the updated graphics and switch on the fly yeah. same with like the master chief collection i love doing that in halo 2 where you're just like boink boink but um yeah. i uh I think the best way if you're just not worried about what platform or anything like that to play these is if you have P- the PC versions with mods because modders have fixed yeah. all this stuff for years yeah. and made like the best versions of these games anyway. And then probably the second best way would be like PS2 emulator with like some fancy a few fancy things turned on or whatever, nothing crazy, but you know run it in like quad resolution or double resolution or something and I feel like you'd have a better experience than these remasters offer. So The, the only thing i'd say for sure is uh, so uh, during sony's ps2 on ps4 era they had these random ps2 games ported to ps4 using a hybrid emulation upscale thing those mm-hmm. are awful like i i the only mm-hmm. game i bought from that was gta vice city and I, because i love that game and i feel like owning it everywhere yeah. it's awful i yeah. would i would rather watch really? it on youtube than play the ps2 on ps4 <laughs> version like it's awful it wow. controls like garbage like it Interesting. i do not like that yeah so yeah. let's see what happens when this comes because the the collection is still like 40 or 60 bucks on console you can't mm-hmm. do that on mobile even though it's gta because if if mm-hmm. this collection was reviewed if this collection reviewed well and people liked it maybe they would have tried 30 or 40 i think for all mm-hmm. three but you can't do that now no one is going to bother with it now on mobile I, at that price i will be surprised if they sell them as one app i think they'll sell them separately again and then the originals launch they've all been 10 bucks i think so 15 um, i think 15 or 15 or maybe 8, 15 yeah so yeah i think you could I swing that they'd be maybe they limited good. by like the app package size right isn't it 4 gigs per Maybe you can download whatever the hell you want afterwards. Yeah, That's like what I mean. Like, Divinity Original Sin 2 was like I think it made me download 17 GB after the yeah. first bit. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. My, that was something. Like Genshin's <laughs> up to like 19 gigs or something like that. It's ridiculous, <laughs> but yeah, um I don't know. Interesting to see what they'll do with that, but it sounds like um we're not going to see anything this year like we originally thought. The mobile version will be sometime in the first few months of next year. Um so I don't know. It'd be, I'll, I'll be curious to see what they do but i'm going to pre-download all the old ones now just in case because i don't want to lose those in case they what if they them, which... update the old ones that could like be a double edged sword <laughs> you better give me the option to you, you use either or um that would that i can't would imagine like, doing that but wouldn't that be crazy if it was like oh hey remember that that game you bought uh 8 years ago well guess what we just updated it with the remaster <laughs> and you can't yeah there's nothing you can do about it um yeah 
So uh, moving on story-wise, uh, I thought this was kind of cool. Maybe this is a normal thing for MMOs and I just don't follow it, but um, RuneScape is doing something called Fresh Start Worlds. Um, I think it starts next month in regular old RuneScape, which is now on mobile. Um, but it's basically a special world that you can join and everybody starts with a new character and that it has its own economy and its own progression system and its own set of items and things like that. And it basically allows you, everyone to play on the same level playing field, no matter if you're like a longtime player or like brand new. But I think it's kind of cool because MMOs, I feel like can be scary to jump into after they've been established for a while. I feel like a new player experience in something like that can be yeah they do this with wow classic every every now and again put up like a yeah i, I figure server. it's it's too good of an idea but um but so i don't know if runescape's done something like this before or not but basically the way it'll work is in regular runescape um it's going to run for four months you'll be able to create an additional character and then level them up and unlock items and do all the stuff you do on this special fresh start world and then take that character back to the regular game all leveled up and with all your new items and stuff like that. Um, and then with old school RuneScape, they're doing something similar, except that it's actually going to run for six months and there's no um, taking your character back to the regular game. You basically play this for six months straight. And then when it's over that new character that you had made and had been playing just gets transferred to the regular game afterwards mm. or whatever. Um, and that doesn't start until October. <coughs> Excuse me. But anyway, Cool idea, a cool reason maybe for me to check out an MMO. Well, so here's the problem though, is that like, you know, you you look at these kind of things and I've made this mistake before too, is you look at these kind of things and are like, oh shit, okay, cool. This is finally my opportunity to jump in. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, like it's not as great as you would think because like you're jumping into the server with like all these like extreme seasoned pros that like, understand know how to game how to every like, system <laughs> yeah because because like that'll ha- that's what happens when they kick off like new servers in world of warcraft is like you'll have these people that just become like wildly wealthy because they know how to like manipulate the uh mm-hmm. auction house for mm-hmm. um a lot of like the crafting materials that you typically would just be like oh fuck it i'm not gonna run to the other side of the world to, like get this one thing let me just buy it from the auction house for like mm-hmm. and then it's like oh man the price is pretty inflated but i don't want to like do an hour of traveling so sure whatever mm-hmm. and you're just mm-hmm. like other stuff like that where um you know like sure it's a fresh start but like you're still playing a completely different game compared to like people that know what they're doing that's true um i don't know if i know that the fresh start world will have its it's a separate economy and uh, a separate like auction house thing, whatever their version of their auction house. You see what I'm saying though, where it's like, I don't know if that's try to curb that sort of thing or not, but it, it but yeah, if you know what you're doing and yeah, it's compared to somebody that doesn't, yeah, you're going to be right. Having a that's, and you know, who knows? I guess it doesn't really matter that much, but you know, whatever. It's all video game fake stuff. So none of it yeah. matters. You just play, play matters and let your game play itself. You could just play idle on, you know, I've, I found letting games play themselves is the best way to get, games played in is, my life it is the ideal way to play by not maybe on, at all. maybe i can get some people off fiverr to play through some of my backlog for me <laughs> i can say that i've tackled some games just log um, in with your uh icloud <laughs> account to save the save the save game yeah yeah um but anyway if you if you wanted to jump into runescape uh this probably be a good time to at least check it out if you never have um regular runescapes kicks off on september 12 i think and then um Old school RuneScapes is sometime in October. I don't think they announced the exact date, but um, kind of a cool thing. I don't know if you want to check it out. Um, This is something I wanted to talk about because I have not checked in on Xbox cloud gaming in quite some time. Oh, it's big on the Steam Deck now, dude. Is it? Yeah. Well, Well, I don't know about big, but it's like reasonably simple to get like all the Game Pass stuff going. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't I haven't messed around with that on Steam Deck yet, but I've been meaning to check it out again on on my phone because um, so many people talk about how much better it is now. And um, the last time I checked it out was um, it was like, OK, it definitely had some hiccups and stuff like that. And it wasn't like ideal, but I, you could see that it had potential. And so now, since they added a bunch of um, new games to have native touch controls, um, I decided to check it out again and um 
man, it works great. It works really well. I don't even have what I would call great internet or anything like that, but I didn't have a single problem. I played for probably like an hour straight before I even noticed like, you know, the everything get a little fuzzy for a bit because it was, you know, struggling what, what, or whatever. What but games were you having the best luck? I with? actually played Skate 1 the most really? because uh, I was they just surprised, added like, like latency intensive stuff for me is like, I find to be kind of annoying with these. Cloud Skate was freaking great. You didn't notice anything. I was really surprised. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's a game that definitely relies on some sort of precision. And isn't, uh, but I mean, that's also a game that like uses like all the controls on the Xbox controller, yeah. right? So like, so, how does that <laughs> translate to the on-screen shit? So for, that's a, funny because um, it's a big smattering of controls. Remember like over the years, like a, a, a mobile version of something would come out and it was just a port with like 30 button virtual buttons on the screen and you'd yeah. just be like, oh. This is not the right way to do this. I mean, remember like kind of the, like that when Tony Hawk Pro Skater that Dreamcast yeah, port hit, everyone was like, like their that. minds, and it was like yeah. the laziest virtual control. Yeah, but it imaginable. it worked. But um, it's kind of like that. So with Skate though, because it does use like dual analog controls for all the tricks and stuff like that, that actually works really well on a touchscreen, um, because you can do all your like swoops and swipes and flicks. Um, on a touchscreen, just as good as with an analog stick, I would say. Um, things do kind of fall apart if you're trying to do like L trigger, R trigger for like grabs and things like that. So I played with the virtual control setup for a while and it it's okay. It's like if you were bored and really wanted to play skate at the doctor's office or something like you, it does the job, but um, it's not the ideal way to play. And so then I played with my backbone for a while after that. And that's when I just like lost track of time because it was just fine hmm. so um it's best with a controller but it's it's neat they add the virtual controls to these games because um like i said like in a pinch it's pretty cool that you could just like do something play like a game like that without any extra peripherals or anything like that but it's it's certainly it's quite the journey to to try and do it properly with, with all the virtual buttons well, I think cool. they work well for some some kinds of games. Like they they added them for Dragon Quest Eleven and uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Now those are turn based JRPGs, so those would work perfectly yeah. fine with yeah. with on screen controls because you don't need precision movement or anything. Yeah. And I think some of the some of the visual novels or like the point and click adventure games, which are not on mobile, also would be good. Yeah, but I'm still yeah. waiting not available here <laughs> yeah oh really that sucks yeah yeah i um i definitely i i'm impressed more with the performance more than the the new virtual controls that they added or whatever but it is cool there's over 100 games that do have virtual buttons so um you can get going with xbox cloud gaming uh with a lot of stuff on your phone without having to have a controller or anything like that it's, pretty cool I don't know. yeah that's neat so um on the the steam deck side of that there's it's pretty mm -hmm. simple to install the edge browser and then like mm -hmm. add some um like parameters to it to launch in like uh borderless kiosk mode where it just like throws mm -hmm. you directly into the xbox gaming but mm -hmm. um i was reading this uh guide that someone put up and i haven't i haven't fiddled with this myself so i you know yeah. caveat that that way but um apparently there's uh, a more direct way to do the Xbox streaming stuff um, via installing something that allows you to connect directly to your local Xbox to do you know, like local game streaming, mm -hmm. which depending on like the quality of your internet can like make a pretty big difference. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as like your latency is concerned, but, but then again, you can have like a weird, weird use case scenario where it's like, well, I want to play an Xbox game, but not on my Xbox, but at my house. Kind of yeah. thing, you know? <laughs> well, I think it, it'd it be cool to have the option of either if it's like, oh, I just really feel like playing this game on the couch and not going to my TV or whatever. Yeah. Um, but if you're like traveling or something, you'd want to be able to do the cloud gaming. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know how seamless the like save games and stuff is on that. I, I imagine yeah. there's probably something to it, but or maybe not. Maybe it just works that good. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't messed with it enough, but I have been meaning to get the cloud gaming thing going on the Steam Deck just to check it out. I just um, haven't because like I just have so much stuff to play that I'm not like, oh, I no, like really no. need to get Xbox games on here too. Oh, it is it is the first worldiest problem to have. It's too oh, many God. games to play. Um, but anyway, if you haven't checked out Xbox Cloud Gaming on your phone in a while, uh, check it out. It works really well. I was really surprised. And uh, I actually want to make myself use it more um, when I'm like not sure what to play on my phone. <laughs> 
So, and then the uh, last news story I had to talk about this week is that uh, Wreckfest is coming to mobile thanks to Handy Games. They always bring the good premium ports to uh, mobile. And um, I, this is one of those games that I've like heard a lot of is good this, things about. Is this free to play on mobile though, or is it a, no, be a premium? No, it'll game? be paid. Okay. Uh, they usually do premium stuff, but the Android version, I think it says, uh, it says pre-register, but I think it says contains in-app purchases or something. That's but oh, yeah, really? that's what made me raise my eyebrows, like looking at the Android link and having it very much yeah. look like a just free-to-play game because this is a, a. But then the thing is, this has DLC on PC and Switch and PlayStation and stuff, so I thought maybe the DLC is going to be the in-app purchases but they haven't announced anything about that right now so yeah i know we'll they to... are they're very like um they're very like uh oh we don't have that bullshit in our games you know what i mean like they're very yeah. their representative that like posts on our forums and stuff is always like we would never do that free to play crap and all this stuff so i feel like they are they wouldn't go that route but um also i don't know they're owned by a giant company that could just be like no yeah, you're going to do a free-to-play version of that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you know, I guess they do have like the season passes and stuff like that. So I guess it could be fairly easy to make this a free-to-play game. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm trying to see. But I, play, I played it a bunch on PC when it first came out. because. Um, oh, you did? Yeah, like my, my favorite mm. favorite PlayStation games were the Destruction Derby series. Yeah. It just kind of feels like there That's hasn't really been much similar to that. Um mm. Single player of this is pretty cool, but um, like what kind of burnt me out of it was um, playing online where it's like if you don't have like the best car unlocked, there's pretty mm-hmm, much no mm-hmm. point in playing. And then really? like mm-hmm. when you do have the best car unlocked, it was like, oh, well, you're just in a race with like everyone driving the exact same car and just like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, kind of, yeah. kind of made me wish that um, and it's entirely possible it's been rebalanced again. I played it when it like first came out, but um, yeah, maybe wish there was just kind of like more variety and more strategy into like what car you would run because yeah, um, you know the destruction derby games on the PlayStation it was like you did have that strategy of like oh do I want to like drive a slower car that's got that's like more durable or a really fast mm-hmm. kind of nimble car that mm-hmm. uh, you know if I get hit too much it's just going to explode. Yeah. Um, and when I played Wreckfest and again this is when it first came out it didn't have that but it you know with them doing season passes and all this other stuff like i can't imagine they haven't solved that problem to make well, i, th- I think fun. this game sort of like claim to fame is its soft physics system which like it's amazing the crash uh you know destruction aspect of this is like so well done yeah, and i feel like that's cool. something that so many games skip over where it's like okay like a crash into the wall but i just bounced off it and my car looks fine well it's because if you're licensing real cars like like yeah. you can't have like like a mercedes isn't going to license you their cars for you to like kick the shit out of which is why right. a lot <laughs> which of which sucks screw you well mercedes. right and it's it's like why the damage modeling and like gran turismo is like oh no my bumper looks like it might fall off yeah. you know right right yeah but never does fall off <laughs> yeah um I think Wreckfest so, also had a really good Switch port, which is unexpected for these kinds of games. So I think mm-hmm. Sean reviewed it as well. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing a lot of praise for the Switch port. And I thought I'd get it eventually, but I'm pretty sure it'll run better on iPad than like yeah. at least my iPad than Switch. Because when when Handy Games did the SpongeBob, you know, the GameCube remake, when they mm-hmm. ported that to iPad, I think that was better than even the PS4 version in some ways. So mm-hmm. no point bothering with it on Switch at that point. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and the the trailer handy games released for the Wreckfest mobile version um, says at the bottom, "This is all captured from mobile device." Yeah, and if you watch that trailer, it's like nuts how good it looks. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty psyched for this one. Uh, did they say a date for this one yet? No, I they have it playable at Gamescom later this month. Oh, so I assume okay. either release then or maybe they'll announce the date at that point. Yeah. So. I, I, my guess is that it's not too far off, but yeah, watch the trailer if you haven't seen it yet because uh, this game looks rad. Um, so I'm psyched to finally be able to play it on on mobile, and I added it to my wish list on Steam because yeah. that's what I I do nowadays. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really good game. Um, I just hope the multiplayer is better than it was when I fit yeah. around the first time around, which probably is. I don't know. I'm I'm antisocial, so I don't care about that stuff. Mm, fair um, anyway. That's all the new stuff I had to talk about. Anything on anybody's mind? They want to get off their chest? 
Um, didn't she have some emails that we missed last week? Oh, I do have. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. The investigation um, into my weird old video game thing. Yeah. So uh, two or three weeks ago, I forget when it was, when you, is that it in the background right there? Yeah, it hasn't moved. Is that your weird indie car home console thing? Yeah. Um, so yeah, one of our Patreon supporters, Lil Games, L-I-L. Is that like Little or like Lily or whatever? Lil Games um, sent us some info and basically did some research and was like, yeah, this is pretty much probably an Atari game or whatever. Um, but then they actually, after we we talked about it, they went back and did some more research and came up with uh, some links to what this most likely is. Um, so kind of just some, one of those wacky uh, home console game things that they released like in the 70s <laughs> yeah. when, you know, Atari became a thing and then it was like everybody wanted to have their own home console or whatever. Um, but it's uh, listed as the Video Action 4 Indy 500 on Wikipedia as part of the first generation of home video game consoles. So mm. that's pretty interesting. I think, man, you should really try to see if you can find a way to like hook that up to something because I really want to see what it Yeah, does. I just like the power cable on it is going to be the challenging part, I think. Like it mm -hmm. looks like it's just kind of like a normal sort of like um uh like RCA out or whatever like the mm -hmm. you know just single cable is. Um yeah. But I I it's going to be tricky coming up with like the specs of the power adapter. I think you should I... you should reach out on Twitter or something and be like, "Hey retro video game people, Help me with this thing. And somebody I'm sure out there knows something. Um, but that's pretty cool. So thanks for digging into that for us little games. And um, we will see if we can find out some more about this mystery box that Eli has come across. That um, my I'm still holding out hope that this thing is some relic that's worth like $100,000 at auction and you are going to come up. But uh, maybe, I mean, that, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. I, you know, it's... It's like when you look for it, most of the things you you find for it are like <laughs> weird Facebook Marketplace or eBay listings. That's like, yeah. um, you know, uh, video oh, game so, shaped doorstop. This mentions this one mentions there's a battery box. That it oh, boy. <laughs> so you can take it with you to grandma's house. Yeah, I guess. Makes sense. $200 um, cash firm listed two huh. years ago. No, oh, that's maybe that's the one you have in your possession now. Yeah, maybe. Um, anyway, interesting item for sure. Um, and then we have one other email to read this week that comes from David. And he says, hey, guys, your discussion about legacy controls made me laugh. I'm also someone who uses Y invert, but I also need X invert. And a lot of games don't support it, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what exactly caused it. But these days, if I try to play without inversion, I just get motion sickness and have to stop. So trying to force myself to get used to it won't work. Um, it also reminded me of when I played FPS games on the computer. I grew up playing games like Doom where you use the right arrow keys to move and the control key to strafe and would just use that configuration for all future games even when mouse look became standard. At first to look up down in early games like Duke 3D had it bound to page up and page down. So as that became a thing in games, I would just continue doing that even when it was completely impractical. I didn't understand what mouse look was useful for and would rebind everything when I played the game for the first time. I even used to play multiplayer games using that config and somehow was some, somewhat competitive online. It wasn't until I was at a friend's place and used his computer to play Counter-Strike. I asked him what the config was and he was confused saying it's like every other FPS game. Just used uh, Waz and the mouse. <laughs> Once I tried it out, I was like, my whole world changed and FPS games made so much more sense. I never went back. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. thanks. <laughs> thanks as always for the podcast. I always enjoy hearing these kinds of stories from you guys. So I, you I did the same with, um, so I feel like Quake was the first game that like people figured uh, out like mouse look or, yeah. Um, and I had a friend that, you know, we used to play online over M player and it just like mm -hmm. was a million times better than me. And it was mm -hmm. because like, you know, it was the early adopter of the WASD and key and mouse, you know, mm -hmm. whereas I was doing the same shit where I was like tank turning and like, mm -hmm. I remember using page up and page down to aim because mm -hmm. that would like, you know, control like your up and down look, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so imagine how slow you're moving when you're like 
turn like running turning hitting page up to, to look up as opposed like, to just moving the mouse around yeah like clicking the mouse yeah. or whatever you did to shoot like it was like uh, yeah. kind of just crazy to think about it um it's i i totally understand that frame of mind though of like this has been working fine i'm just gonna bind to what i'm used to and staunchly like sticking to that even though like better things come and you're just refuse to look into it uh i've done that many things in my life i'm sure so uh, that's funny. But anyway, thanks again, David, to uh, for emailing in. Thanks, Low Games, for um, commenting on our Patreon post. Um, those are the emails I had for the day. Yeah, well, cool. Uh, anything else that we have to talk about, or should we crash this bus into the side of the mountain? I think so. I think we can crash I have it. Two weird show and tell things. Okay, Mick's got some show and tell for our video yeah. viewers. Show yeah, let, let's start with the first one, which is related to ios mm-hmm. so i was going through i have this old shelf of my music which when i used to buy cds i've moved to just digital and vinyl now but when i used to buy cds and i used to get cassettes also i got the sword and sorcery soundtrack on whoa cassette. On cassette. <laughs> yeah eli has that yeah yeah so <laughs> it's rap. i remember it's, yeah it's, I, I remember yeah. getting it when i ordered something nice from jim guthrie on vinyl yeah. and I saw this and I said, this is too funny to not have because uh, this was yeah. one of the first games, the first mobile games which I played when I got my iPad, I think I remember a long time ago. So yeah, yeah I was just cleaning up and I found the, the cassette in the back and I was laughing and I said, I need to, if I get on the podcast this week, I need to see Eli's ruined yeah. the value of his by opening it. Yeah. It's <laughs> It's because I, I I don't remember, I think when I bought my truck, maybe it had a tape player and I was like, I wonder if this yeah. works. Yeah, sure enough, it does. Like, it's a real it's like, audio cassette. I mean, they could have just sent me a blank tape, and I don't think I would have been any of the wiser. You know, but it was like, <laughs> yeah. no, it's actually it works. Imagine That's the thing that people do that on. Yeah, people yeah. do that on Bandcamp, where like it's like, oh, here's a cassette, but it's actually just a cassette case with like the liner, and then inside is like a code to download like the digital stuff oh, because yeah. it's just like for looks. Yeah, no, this, yeah. is, this is the whole thing. Where's your Walkman? With liner. I want to replay Sword and Sorcery. What a good good game. What a good soundtrack, too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the vinyl of that, Mick? Yeah, I actually got it. uh, I have the test pressing vinyl of that, which I think they have only five in the world or something. Because when I got obsessed with that game and I bought the vinyl and I shipped it to someone in Canada, because as you know, I ship stuff to people over there. Yeah. So I think I, I emailed him asking him if he would sign it for me. And he said, sure. And then I ended up buying the next one also. And then he just said, sure. I think he just gave this to me as a gift, the vinyl. So that was really wow. cool a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. He's a good dude. And, and the other, <laughs> yeah, the, the other weird show and tell thing, I actually posted this in my Steam Deck, one of the images. But uh, so when Elden Ring was new in March, I ordered mm-hmm. this random lore intro book they did in Japan for the release it's called the overture of elden ring wow and yeah it has a lot of stuff about dark souls 3 the sekiro bloodborne but the oh, funny really? thing is because they do these they do these cool pre-order bonuses in japan so yeah. it actually came with this box which is like a cardboard box sealed and i had no idea what this was and it was packaged separately and i it's actually a huge cloth poster of the Elden Ring logo and artwork. And I was like, that, that probably cost more than the book. Seriously. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So that was a really cool freebie. So I had that out as well. So yeah, but that's Are all. Are you going to hang it up? I probably will. I need to, I need to get some work done in the room and move some stuff around, but yeah, yeah. it's really good. So I just remembered because uh, they announced Elden Ring sold like, I think 17 million or something as of June. Yeah. They announced it earlier this week, so I was like, I can't believe that game is still selling so well. Seriously, yeah. it's been glued to the, like the Steam top charts. I mean, like if you, I bet if you looked right now, you would. Uh... It's probably still up. And there's times. no no sale, no discount at all officially. Mm-hmm. It's still full price. Yeah, well, it looks that's like crazy. it's fallen down a little bit, but it's. Uh, it's still... I bounced out of that one. I gave it a few hours and just couldn't. I don't know. Maybe I'll go back someday. I almost it's, liked uh... it. Number 10, number 10 top selling. Okay. It's pretty good. Is Spider Man still in there? Number Spider Man, Spider Man Cult of Lamb, uh, Madden NFL 23, okay. which is overwhelmingly negative reviews. 
<laughs> is this the first Madden game on Steam? Or was that last year? It might be. Huh? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't even remember the last time I played a Madden game. And then uh, Fresh Women Season One is on all right. Two. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what you think it would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, thank you for sharing. Uh, thanks for hopping in and being a guest, Mikhail. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess I'm tired. Let's wrap things up. So thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. And as always, you can help us out by checking out patreon.com forward slash touch arcade and throwing a little support our way or doing your Amazon shopping through toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon. And as always, shoot us an email at podcast at toucharcade.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, So with all that out of the way, thanks again for listening. And we will catch you next week with another episode of the touch arcade show. Yeah.